0: Hello and welcome to Talkin' Baseball. Game seven is happening in the National League. Game seven happened in the American League. The Rangers are going to the World Series. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Thank you very much for joining us today. It's episode 739, October 24th. I forgot that I can't hear the music when I'm uh, home, so sorry about my missed timing there. And my mic's broken, so things are not going well for me or the Houston Astros. Uh, things have been eliminated. I know it's a cron pod, but I really would want to start with the Astros-Rangers game. Anyway, Jake, how are you?
1: Yeah, maybe it's like a Harry Potter uh Voldemort situation. You you and them are kind of connected forever and that's like a horcrux moment that <laughs> your your microphone's giving out on you. Uh your yeah. body was fighting you earlier this week. Uh unbelievable. I mean, what uh unbelievable, right? Like that's uh, of all the scenarios we thought up. Uh you didn't see that one, and it's part of the reason baseball's beautiful. And the same thing in Game 6 in Philadelphia. So uh, the baseball gods are out. They are furious. They hate that Trevor never thinks a hit-by-pitch is intentional anymore. Got to stand up for the hitters at some point. Um, I'm doing good, man. What a night. Six and a half hours of streaming baseball. God, good. Trev, how are you?
2: I would like to stick to being a cronpot. pod. I want to talk about Jake's snakes and then, you know, forcing this game seven. We got two game sevens. We're very lucky as baseball fans that these CSs have gone the way they've gone. Uh, I'm doing well, though. I, too, sat and watched uh, seven hours of baseball on the couch. I wish I was live streaming with you. It'd be great. I could touch you mm-hmm. and do all those fun things, smack you in the face every once in a while. But instead, I was by myself. And I watched all the games. And, you know, I will say this about the postseason. There has been some drama in it. And I like that. I've always <laughs> say on the show it's more it needs to be more of a entertainment based, you know, business. We need to remember that at all times. Uh we had some of that. We had some drama in Houston. And then, you know, I think the Diamondbacks are a, a dramatic story in themselves. How about that? James, how are you doing? I'm well. I'm well. Besides
0: the microphone situation, uh I'm good, man. I kind of forget the Diamondbacks. I too watched all the games. I, I, the Rangers, uh, Astros. I'm wrong. I said the Rangers couldn't win in, in seven. They did just that. This whole postseason is is just kind of like a mirror of the season where you're like, oh yeah, the new kids in school are cooler than the old kids. Uh, so all the young teams keep winning. Tori Lavello texted me before the game. Uh said he was wanting to murder Jake basically. And I'm excited for him there. I told him to get ejected. I said, hey, and
2: first sitting ejection could go a long way. <laughs> you tell him to join the, the club, people that hate Jake.
1: Yeah, he's a man of your heart. He's a man of yeah. your heart. I he may <laughs> have said Sounds so, like it. he may have said something along the lines of we have to take a walk along the Hudson River together, which very Early Americana murder of me <laughs> by Tori Lavello. Yeah. So that's exciting. Yeah, it might if have. Your been, like story been, ends uh, up that
2: Tori Lavello kills you. It's like that's. It's
1: all he right. and I are going to take a it's nice almost walk. Almost best case. Along the
2: Hudson
0: River. So you got that to
1: look forward for. I do, I do. And, uh, yeah, I mean, kind of win-win at this point, because if, if my snakes get it done and I'm part of the rally cry, like Major League, the you know, the owner they hate, and they're taking naked naked bikinis off of me to get wins, I'm fine with that. That's kind of my lane. This is the
2: thing, though. This is an interesting... This is this is the Internet in, in just a, well, a tell nutshell. Tell us about the like Internet, y- Trev. <laughs> you have been talking about the snakes passionately and positively pretty much all year sure. they go down to uh or oh two you say some things now all of a sudden you're like being used on the hype videos like the anti-jake it's just how does that happen so quickly well
0: because you know Jesus. they thought they had a loyal fan and as soon as the going got tough he tucked tail and ran so now
2: oh so it's legitimate
1: you. yeah <laughs> I mean, sorry, sorry for motivating the lads. I, I guess a lot of the good leaders in history were considered great motivators, but that's fine. That's fine.
0: Name, name the people you're comparing a yourself what? to.
1: The people at SeatGeek. Because, Jim, they've got a crazy thing going on right now. The people at SeatGeek, not only have they led the way in ticketing apps, but they are leading the way with code JOMBOY postseason. You will save 10% off. Any order. If you're going to something, you're getting a ticket, save 10%. It's that easy. Uh, The app is so easy to use. I can use it. I can't believe they put that in here. Um, SeatGeek, you know who they are at this point. Um, Go download the app. Green means good. Red means bad. And with 10% off with John Boy Postseason, you can make it a little greener. Make it a little greener. And before our live streams, we do a tweet with them. If you guess the score after the sixth inning of the game, you get five hundred bones to SeatGeek. God, good. Thank you, SeatGeek. Go click the link, download the app.
0: Breaking news: Dusty no longer an Astro. What? But we're going. That just I just got a notification. Said Dusty told the reporters he's not going to be with the Astros anymore. I was about to
2: pass. Really. <laughs> Yeah. Like he's done with baseball or just done with the Astros? Uh, well, I think his contract's up. Contract is up. Yep. He's out. Interesting. The line
1: I'm didn't seeing wanna, like, is didn't his wanna, final like, a... season with Houston.
2: They didn't want to like take a few days to think about it or
0: something. Hey, he must already have known, I guess. I don't know.
2: That's why you brought that plan out there. Now I get it. It all mm-hmm. makes sense. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Ah, right, You want to burn the D-backs game?
1: Y- yeah. Let's do it. Hell yeah. Philly is one win away from dancing on their own in the National League with Aaron Nola, N-O-L-A, Nola on the bump. Only problem was Machine Gun Merrill Kelly and Snakes Alive. Fam Tommy, solo homer. Lourdes says, I think I'm taller than you, Tommy. Let's go back to back. And then your favorite player's favorite player. Longo with the RBI double. It's 3-0 Snakes. Snakes had to be careful in the marsh, though, as Brandon hits an RBI. But it's 3-1 after two. And that was the only run the mighty Phillies would get. Swing away, Merrill, as he had all the signs of a stud. Five innings, one earned run. But... It's a Marte party in Philly. Triple and a single. And how about the Snakes pen? Thompson to South Frank to Ginkle to Seawalt. We're going seven. Snakes win. 5-1 final. How about that
2: snake's freaking pen? Same. Jeez. How about them jumping
0: on the starter and hitting homers like we saw them do against L.A. And then at the end of the game, they're like, oh, let's do all that fun shit we used to do, too. If they win this series or if they go in, the, in game seven, I'll just stay in game seven. Like, let's do that at the beginning, man.
1: Mm.
0: Hunting on Soto twice back to back, like running. They were stealing, uh, getting like. No lead steals. The new, I saw some TikTok where they were calling it the vault steal. Uh, I think it's just like a, a hop jump steal. But uh, this was like their brand of baseball. They owned this game.
1: Yeah, if if I may, Trev, because these these are my snakes. Um, the stolen base thing is pretty wild. We've been screaming at the screen for Corbin Carroll to go, go, go. We see Still him. hasn't. We see him on the double down the line open it up, and he's running fine, which has you, I don't know, just questioning a couple different things. I wonder if part of them having a lead and going for the stolen bases was like, let's find out if we can run on Real Mudo, Because the only thing I have in my head why they haven't been stealing more is JT Real Muto being one of the best pop times in baseball, which shouldn't be ignored. Uh, but, yeah, like, that was fun seeing that. Perdomo running the hands up. Um all that being said, Trev, I mean, setting the tone with two home runs early, like, you know, whatever the playoff stat is now, if you out-homer the team, you win bleep amount of times. Uh, that was a part in getting ahead. And Merrill Kelly in this pen holding the Phillies down. I, I think it's the pitching you got to talk about.
2: Yeah, it's great you got the homers, fam, Gurriel doing the thing, but it's it's Merrill Kelly setting the tone. I mean, I have his uh, his pitch mix up tonight was awesome, dude. Mm um 90 pitches 22 cutters 20 sinkers 15 four seamers 14 changeups 11 sliders eight curveballs that's an, that's insane that's a hitter's nightmare right there and he was mixing it up uh you know first time through the order you know kind of you know doing one thing second time through the order changing it up and all of his pitches were were working and he was locating them and he got some really bad swings from these Phillies hitters that we haven't seen them take and at first we said, okay, they're just going to walk uh Schwarber and Harper. That's what it seemed like in the first inning. But then Kelly's like, no, I'll just strike him out. Hey, coach, let me just strike him out. He was absolutely filthy. He put fires out when he needed to. Not that there was a ton of traffic on the base pass, but when he needed the strikeout, he got a strikeout. And there was just no threats by this Phillies offense, really, because yeah, it went, it went him. Kelly going five and wanting to stay in, great, but Tori said no. Him to Thompson, Sal Frank, Ginkle, Seawall, just nasty stuff. That is the game plan worked in game six. And it seems like you should probably just run it back. You don't have Merrill Kelly, though, and that where I that's where I think lies the problem in the game mm-hmm. seven. But as far as game six, the Phillies had no chance, really. No chance. Go through that
0: pitch mix again, Trev. I'm going to tell you some a deeper fun fact about his pitch mix.
2: Uh, he went 90 pitches total, 22 cutter, 20 sinker, 15 four-seamers, 14 okay, change-ups. Change-up
0: curve slider to the secondary? Change-up slider curve. So it, the his first time through the lineup, he threw four sliders and four change ups, zero curveballs. Most of the changes came in the Rojas at bat, the ninth hole hitter. Something I've been seeing this uh, season, and I track this is a lot of pitchers use the nine hole batter to tune up their breaking stuff for when they face the top again. And they didn't. I like that they didn't show any breaking stuff. So Rojas works a deep at bat to end that inning or whatever and he was all fastballs but then he got change up sinker change up curveball because that's him using the nine hole hitter to tune up his breaking stuff and then and then he shows the um lineup so he gets goes through twice but i love that like he really was he's got three different fastballs so he can kind of lance in that way bartolo cologne and get through without throwing the breaking
2: stuff but yeah he had a really good pitch mix and used it pretty wisely yeah there's like nothing in the middle of the plate for him, yeah. it was everything presented to strike, falling out of the strike zone. I mean, Castellanos was taking some really bad swings on him. I mean, it just—it was a very, very impressive outing uh, by Kelly, and you know, allowed it allowed uh, Lavello to just only use the guys that he's really comfortable using. And I'm stoked that Sal Frank has got back in there and and did his job, and that's that's awesome that he was able to do that. And I guess you got to kind of got to give props to both of him and Lavello for. Lavella for trusting him and Frank for doing his thing, man.
1: Ginkle and Seawalt putting up a pitch for the best one-two punch this postseason. Every game those two and Ryan Thompson have pitched in this October, the Diamondbacks have won. Uh, so bullpen management, especially when we talk about the team on the other side of the field and when we get to the Houston Astros who lost tonight. Um, Torrey, uh, although he wants to kill me, uh, he's been doing a fantastic job with the bullpen um and yeah that's that's what we've seen in the in these snakes games um you know the 2-1 game they win in in game 3 um you know even the the rally back game that they have in in game 4 this their good bullpen when they need to lean on them has kept them alive and even better alive uh, throughout this postseason i it's I, i've said oxymoron going back to recent and previous snakes teams but uh this bullpen. I I think at the remaining teams, and I I know we just lost another, but at, it's the best bullpen left. I re, I'm just realizing we're down to three teams. So
2: yeah, <laughs> everyone's on the podium. Hot here, bro. takes. <laughs> Uh, Reading Merrill Kelly's lips when he got
0: taken out and Tori told me he was done. He said uh, one of the lines, I I believe that he said, uh, I just threw two of my best pitches because he got uh, Schwarber and Harper swinging on the curve. That's a really funny feeling for him. He probably feels like he just like tuned up. He just got his breaking pitches going, just got the curve out. And Tori's like, you're done. He was mad. And Tori just didn't respond. I mean, it just looked looked like he was like, yeah, awesome. They were cool. You're done.
2: Yeah, you know, I saw Carroll on the base pass going back to the stolen bases. They had four today. Yeah. Carroll was not one of them, but he sure is dancing off of the bag.
1: Like they're stealing the off the
0: pitcher. I know JT um, has a good pop time, but they're doing this new steal that all the young minor leaguers have brought with the pitch clock up. And I'm telling, they, I read it. Someone said it was the vault lead or whatever. I don't know if you've seen it, Trev. Like, did you see, was it Perdomo? Um his steal, he had no lead at all. Uh, And they just time that hop step with the pitchers delivery. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing that the other Philly starters are mixing up their timing. Cause if a dude comes set and it's like one, two, they're just timing that jump because they, all their steals were like not big lead steals. And maybe Corbin Carroll's opposite. Maybe he just, like, needs a big old fucking lead.
2: I don't know. It looked like he was – there were times where he had a big lead and he had a one-way lead going back to first base. Uh, When they picked over, it was like right away he was back. And then right after that, he got back out and he had a big lead. He was jumping around and just didn't go. So I, I I still don't understand what's going on with Carroll, but I'm happy the Snakes started to embrace the chaos, as they like to put it. Uh, Because that is, I feel like that is the brand of baseball that got them into this position, and it needs to be the brand of baseball they
1: play going forward if they
2: want to really, like,
1: They're one win away from the World Series, man. It's crazy. Um, No idea where Corbin, I mean, on the stream, we're talking about potential injury. Like, is it a shoulder bang? Like, does he not want to slap? I don't know. You just start running through all these questions, and Jim, you're right uh, with that, the hop-step vault lead or whatever it is. Um, I know, but, like, Alec Thomas didn't, he, he didn't get a good jump or a big lead, and it, it's just like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Corbin Carroll, all eyes are going to be on him game seven. Maybe we're too far into it, and maybe it's because he's got a dude hitting behind him right now in Cattell Marte, who he's p- breaking playoff records. And if the Snakes get this done, which I know a lot of people haven't processed yet, there's a good chance that guy is your NLCS MVP. So I don't know. Maybe he's looking through it in that scope and trying to give his guy a chance. Uh, it's felt, it's felt a little bizarre. Um, I don't know a- anything, anything else on the Snakers or do we, do we have to talk some fills a little bit? I think we did a good job. I mean, I think getting that third
2: runs important there. I don't want to just shout out my guy Longo, but you know, that just seems like you hit the two solo homers. Great. Uh, Alec Thomas gets on and, and Longo drives him in. Like that's, Keeping that momentum going, and we're going to get to the the Rangers Astros uh, game, and I felt like there were some situations there as well where it's like, man, it just seems like if you can get like that third run or that extra run that you maybe don't, you know, it's not a solo home or it's not a home run, but you have to drive it in, like hitting with runners in scoring position. Guess what? Still matters, and to be able to do that early on in the game and, and put up that three spot and, and silence the crowd is. And we've heard everyone say it, man. It's like that's kind of been the, the the name of the game in the postseason. Get on the road and try to take the crowd out of it, take the momentum, take the the air out of the place. And the Phillies fans did a good job of coming back into the game right away in the next inning because they did score a run. But there was really not a lot of opportunities for them going forward. So I was interested to see them
0: using Kimbrel. But then I guess he did not pitch on Sunday nor Saturday. So keeping him sharp. Uh, but I don't know what they were down to that. Four to one. Well, they, they went I, to five to one.
1: They they went to Kirkering before him, which that was a little surprising because we, we've seen him now have a couple tough moments that after when when he went Kirkering, I kind of tilted my head and I was like, OK, like maybe he's. He's trying to get through this game, right? Like you want to keep it close, but you want to get through this game. When Kimbrell followed him, it felt like both of those guys were kind of having auditions for tomorrow. Like we just saw a game seven today. Everything's in play. That I think it was, it was a tune up for Kimbrell, and I think it's a tune up for Kirkering and Soto if they need to get out there.
0: Yeah, I don't think you can pitch. There's bunt on Soto, but Kirkering and Kimbrell. Yeah, that that's the same real like thought process I had. I looked at the bullpen usage uh they both would be on three days rest which is probably the most they've gotten in a while uh they both pitch thursday and friday so keeping them sharp i guess
2: who goes who's the starters game seven who Tell goes? The public. well Fod is starting for the d-backs and suarez will start for the phillies and it's going to be a freaking I mean two A's so yeah five innings pitched nine K's last time against the Phillies, something like that. Yeah. About yeah. Him, man. Yeah. And I wonder
0: um whose leash is gonna be shorter because both managers are not giving neither of these pitchers a third time through, even when they're like on. We've seen Topper pull Ranger like way quicker than that, like one time through. So I wonder, but they both could absolutely dominate the first two times through the lineup, especially if the batters are a little bit
2: nervous because game seven. You have, you have the Phillies, bull, excuse me. You have the AZ bullpen as an advantage over the Phillies. Jacob. It does. Which, he has, which he I, has I, think, I mean, the best bullpen of the last
0: of three teams. teams. Left.
1: I, I think for, yeah, I get for the last four innings, like I, opening it up to game seven. And if you need a guy to pitch, the third or fourth inning, I'd have to dive back in there. But I know we haven't teed it up yet, but after seeing Monty today, you're going to have a couple studs. You're going to have a couple studs potentially more in play than they were a couple hours ago. So I'm I'm jazzed up for that.
2: So, I mean, I guess, you know, getting into tomorrow's game really quickly, uh, congrats to the D-backs for forcing the game seven. Pitching-wise, you think the D-backs have the upper hand? Or do you think Ranger is a little bit better than Fott, so maybe it evens things out?
1: Mm.
0: rangers definitely not scared of any moment uh did it too though did it can he do it again game seven i i I don't disbelieve in fought if i'm searching for a storyline rangers war has been one of the coolest customers we've seen and i don't fought doesn't he, he could he very much could i have no idea but uh i i don't know i think game seven this isn't like one has Ranger in the bullpen, and the other has, you know, yeah, Ace. We've seen times where, like, you know, Garrett Cole was the ace of the Yankees going up against like
2: the four. It's it's not a mismatch; it's very even. So that's when. Exciting. When did Wheeler pitch again? Is it the same time like Monty had? So Wheeler's in play tomorrow. Wheeler and Gallon. Hot i love it man that's this is the best it's the best We have game seven there's a bunch of off days so it really it truly is all hands on deck uh except for the starters that went today basically that's it It everybody else oh that makes me so happy dude
0: well that's game seven tomorrow but we had a game seven today (sighs) and boy was it wild, but not like a close good game? But wild.
1: Jake's gonna burn it. But wild. Wow. Game seven at the big juice box in Houston. How much juice would the old dog have? Max Scherzer takes on the Astros with playoff stud Christian Javier trying to navigate Texas. Top one, that's World Series MVP, Corey Seager to you. Second deck bomb, enemy of the state, Adolis Garcia with the RBI single. And then it's a Mitchapalooza, bring your green hat. RBI single, it's 3-0 Rangers after one. Javier is out. Abreu answers with the RBI hit, it's 3-1. Start calling Adolis the Hulk because you will not like him when he's angry. Solo dong, it's four to one. But what fortitude by Alex Bregman to make it four to two. But then the unthinkable happens. Dusty Baker reminds us of the Allied powers in World War II as he leaves France out there to die. Four runs coming mostly from Carter, and that's right, at Elise, it's 8-2 Rangers. Make it 10 as Nate gets low, and it's over. Road team wins every game, ending with a Texas Rangers dominant 11-4 final. They are heading to the World Series. Wow.
2: Way to go. So- some some world war ii references in it bravo man
1: i couldn't find the perfect thing i i wanted to something about leaving france to die and i just i don't know the poets from that era well i don't um so i don't know if anyone's got better comparisons leaving france to die let me know you should have said the poetry family when the they poets well. to america what's that
0: is there an error where you're like, I know the poets here. Uh, early American.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: James Joyce, that's Ireland. James <laughs> Joyce. Um, Robert sendek
0: Yeah, the Rangers hit, man. Like they, when they are rolling and you guys have said this, everyone said this. It's kind of been the 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 talking point of this Rangers team is that when their offense is on a heater... And nothing else matters. And Tom Verducci mm. saw him listening to music, taking BP, and he turned to Kenny R and he said, it's going to be a blowout.
2: That's how obvious it was, Trev. Uh, Tom Verducci knew. He knew. Okay, I got I gotta to
1: start getting my sports bets from Tom Verducci. Jesus.
0: Yeah. Well, they were just so relaxed. No, I mean, that was a cool story. But Corey Seager... Opens it up with that home run. Absolute bomb on the high fastball. That uh, was. Uh, and then Adelise Garcia, like the homer run at the end. It's kind of
2: everything, man, everything. There's a lot to talk about in this game. There's a lot to talk about. Again, it's a big early scoring from the road team that shuts the crowd up. That means something. Uh, You have the, you said the Seager bomb was a beautiful swing. You have Adelie standing at home plate, with balls off the wall. He gets a single, but then he steals second base. So well, that was nice of him. Yeah, He's felt bad about standing at home plate too long. Steals second base. Garver does his thing. I mean, that's how you got to do it. And then the, and then the Astros come back and um, was it first pitch? Altuve off the wall, breaks the fucking wall. Yeah, like that was awesome. It was like Rangers come out and punch you in the mouth. Altuve's like I got you. Literally breaks the wall, um, bray you down the line. But then Brantley with the ground or with the double play ground out, which you know that's tough. But you get one back, you're feeling good. You're feeling good, and then all of a sudden that fit, the fourth inning comes. It's tough to overcome four spots, man. It really is. That's the bottom line. Like you can give up a run or two is fine, but like you start giving up four spots in these games, like. There's too much pressure. It's too hard to score runs like that. Like man, like the, Evan Carter doing what he's done mm. has been insane. And you're right. This lineup is it's just been too long. And, and right and and at this very moment, and especially this game, like everyone was swinging well. Everyone was seeing the ball well. Everyone was adding on. You know, it was 8 to 2. I'm like, "Hey, six runs isn't that big of a deal. Like the Astros can score six runs." And then Nate Lowe hits a two-run homer. And it's 10 to 2. I'm like, "I 8 runs is that seems insurmountable to me. Hmm. Six runs really did it. And then they add another one. It's like, you know, they just kept doing it, doing it, doing it. It's the, it's the older brother in the pool story that we talk about all the time here. Sorry, Jake. I'm sorry that brings back bad memories for you. Rangers got it done, man. That was aw- it, was, it, was, it was awesome to watch. Rangers got it done
0: when they tanked the last game of the season to force the Astros to be the home team. I mean, that's bocce
1: ball. That's smart. <laughs> They did it, man. George Kirby, he's he's got a part of that. Um, I don't know. I I guess for me, there's like you said, Trev. There's so much to run through. Like Scherzer, Mont. I mean, almost every awesome. Almost every player on the field deserves a shout out. I maybe I'm too lost in this. I but I want to. What you were just saying, Trev? Like Houston is never dead. Like Houston is just never dead. When it was eight to two. Everyone was looking around the room like, I don't, they lean into one right here. It turns into eight, five and it's, you don't, you don't necessarily believe it, but it's, you're not shocked by it. Like that's how I described the Altuve Homer off Leclerc when they came back. Like I didn't, I didn't necessarily think Altuve was hitting a Homer, but I wasn't shocked at all by it. Um, I can't believe when it's a four, two game, they went to JP France, um, brownhead looked solid you have guys in your bullpen and this becomes part of the conversation from yesterday of he went to some of his a pen while they were losing uh naris came out of that game um I I don't know like uh, we've seen it in the Phillies series um we we've seen it with a bunch of different teams you kind of need to attack it with your relievers and this is a game seven uh you're down two runs like you can't kick it to JP France right now I and don't want to be shots fired at J.P. France, but he's, he's a rookie starter that, um, you know, and I, I know I just defended Hunter Brown, but at, at one point Hunter Brown would elite was elite this season and his stuff seems like it would tick up in the bullpen. Going to J.P. France there, I, I mean, even Stanek at the end of the game, who I know he got clipped at the end of last game, but that's a guy that's pitched out of the bullpen. That's a guy that's pitching a lot of big playoff games that when I see the list of Naris Abreu, or Keady Stanek, and I don't see Presley's name on there, and the ship went down with J.P. France, that doesn't sit right with me. I don't mind not seeing Presley's name in there
2: because you are you need him at the end of the game, and it just got out of hand. So I don't mind not seeing his, but I think Urquidy has to be your guy coming in. If you need some innings, if you want to go Hunter Brown, he showed that he could do it. I'm okay with that. But following that, yes, I think instead of France, you go Urquidy right away. He's shown that he could have success and... I, you can talk all you want about Dusty not making the right decisions. We can talk about Bochi making the right decisions. As soon as there was that like the alert or whatever that Madison Bumgarner, I think this is real. I think unless it's just the internet hoax that he texted Bochi saying, "Hey, you need me to come pitch Game Seven for you." As soon as that came out, you like you knew that Monty was coming into this game. I didn't know he was coming in that early. I thought he might come in late, uh, but. Seeing him warming up and getting in there, and then going out and doing two and a third innings, three hits, no runs—like that's that's that postseason shit that we love, dude. That's what we hope we get tomorrow in the D-backs Phillies games. Monty is just a stud. He's talking with Verducci after the game. He seems like he's not even like in a playoff atmosphere at all. Like he's not going to the World Series. Just ho hum. Wow, you know, uh, Monty is what
0: Monty is what. Love that people refer to as a country bumpkin.
2: Dude. Bruce Bochy loves him some country bumpkins in game sevens. That's all I'm going to say. Cause they don't give a
1: fuck. Dude,
2: honestly. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I always say you need a few Southern boys on your team along with some Cubans, but like, I don't know. It was just awesome to see the true South Cuba. Um, God someone someone tweeted at me today, what would happen if there was no Cubans in this series? I'm like, you're right. There'd be nothing, <laughs> nothing, no hits, no fights. I will say <laughs> I I
0: I agree with you guys about JP France and blah and all that, but the Rangers were hitting whoever. I mean, who didn't they hit? Stanick at the end? They were bored. Neris, he threw up a zero. And is that all?
2: Mayton came him. in and got his job done. Two outs? Yeah. Two that
0: a, how many pitchers pitched a full inning and didn't give up a run, too? I mean, they were, and they had pitched like nine fucking guys in this game. The Rangers were just hitting.
2: It's crazy. That's, that's the bottom line is they just, I mean, they had 15 hits and they scored 11 runs. Right?
0: At-, at least Garcia's hit a home run that didn't go over the wall and he he pimped it yeah. and then didn't get to second. And then, you know, people are upset about it and he hits two more home runs. Some of the old heads were like, oh, I would bench the
2: guy. If that was me, uh, the manager, I'd bench him. He's showing up. What a dummy. You know who uh, said that? Michael K said that. I'm like, Michael, come on, man. You're not going to bench out of his Garcia in game seven. Did he say that? Yeah. He always says that. He always says, "If you better make it if you don't
0: make it. But uh, he said he'd do it in game seven. I don't know. Game seven is pretty tough. Uh, and <laughs> too him. Altuve <laughs> hits a homer at the end just for fun. I like that. It was just kind of like uh a, a, a under-six-foot home run club the last two innings of this game.
1: Live there. We
2: got to give snaps. Well, let's just give a little okay. uh, Houston Nationals before. Maybe we talk about the hit-by-pitches, all that stuff. Yoron Alvarez is just incredible. His end, his line for the postseason was 465. He one4 foured it. He almost one5 fived it.
1: Hmm.
2: People, that means he's getting a base and a half every time he comes up to the plate. That's a joke. He's unstoppable. It doesn't even matter what the score is. It doesn't matter. He just
1: goes up there and hits. It's crazy. Unstoppable. It's... Trev, I, you know, we, we haven't zoomed in, or I guess I haven't been focusing. You know, it's kind of been series to series and not looking at the stats. Altuve, Bregman, Yordan, and Abreu, the top four in that then, lineup, all brought it. Uh, but like Jim and we've been alluding to, uh, there's about seven guys in Texas's lineup that have been too, and, and seven might be lowballing it. Uh, so they uh, they turned into the wagon that they were at points this season. Like, the the lineup is just untouchable. Uh, I, a guy I want to give a shout-out to is Spores out of the Rangers' bullpen. Yep. Like, we've kind of been doing this with the, you know, the the Rangers, when they win, they're going to maul their way to wins. And, like, the bullpen's horrifying, and, you know, LeClerc did his job a few times. Chapman's as scary as a pitcher's ever been. Um, Josh Spores has really stepped up. Um, I, I think uh, – Inherited runners haven't scored, 104 ERA in the postseason. Like, he was a guy that Rangers fans had as a, uh, he's he's either there or he's not, and he has firmly been there. And that's, um, as we all were trying to do the Texas Rangers math, math how much it shirts are going to give you, will Monty get an opportunity? Not only did he, but on your throw day, I feel like in previous years, I feel like when a pitcher's on their throw day, you're looking at that thirty range, like that's kind of what they'd be throwing on a bullpen day. So you don't you don't want to leave that too much. In thirty two pitches, Jordan Montgomery got two point one innings. So like that changed the whole recipe. Um, yeah, and it's death and it's, to the strikeout. Death to the strikeout. We always say
2: it helped. that they scored a lot of runs too. That helps. <laughs> Yeah, I mean they um, they can mess around a little bit. Do you think Scherzer gets a start in the World Series? Who else is going to start? Yeah, and that's kind of it. I mean, I don't know. Like, if he's only going to go two and two thirds, you can really start anybody. Why? Why doesn't John Gray start or Martín Pérez start or something like that? To Scherzer. I mean the upside on Scherzer. I like, want him to start. I, I want him to do
0: well, but just he I hasn't. Think, I think, shown I think it. the base outcomes very similar and the upside lands with Scherzer. Uh unless you think Dane Dunning can twirl you a gem out of nowhere. But like I think Scherzer's got the most
1: upside. What does that mean?
2: Who do you he's doing hand signals
1: at me? What's that? I was trying to remember which hand Dunning throws with. Yeah, oh, he was doing lefty,
2: righty.
0: I was just saying like shrug which one is most likely to give you six innings pitched, one earned
1: run. I think it's Scherzer. And like I, I mean Scherzer, don't get me wrong, Matt, he's not looking like vintage Max Scherzer, but this was very game seven mode. Like I, I think in a yeah in the middle of if he's the game three starter for Texas, you're hoping to get five or six out of him and and let him go and you see where the score of the game is at. So yeah, and I, I don't know. Like, you need innings anyway, so if it's, you know, however old Max is still coming off an injury, I don't think you'd move him to the pen. Um, or maybe you do, because that would be <laughs> – like you said, Trev, MLB's actually bringing some content. You know, we've, we've got some people talking and stuff like that. If I get Max Scherzer coming out of the pen, that's going to that's gonna make him move every time. I think we got to touch on the hit-by-pitches.
2: Uh, I am on. I am on the side of Abreu didn't hit Adelis Garcia on purpose in that game. Uh, the situation was too tense, and now he hits Pitch Garver. That seemed pretty in the ribs, in, intentional. And and that, you know that gets me, Jake. You know that gets me when you get hit in the ribs. You know that brings me back to 2016, and I start, I start getting in my hitter mode again.
1: Been waiting for it, dude.
2: That motherfucker. That's. I defended you, bro. (laughs) I defended you. And then you get Chapman answering back. And then I got to like do mental gymnastics with that because I'm like, well, like he's just defending his players. But like at the same time, isn't there something else we can do (laughs) than just hit people with balls? It's not fair. Mitch Garver didn't do a thing. <laughs> Mitch Garver's not Adelise Garcia, dude. Like he hasn't shown anybody up, hasn't done one thing that you could say he deserves to get hit. And then Chaz McCormick is just didn't do anything either. And he gets hit with 104. Wait, the, do I, you think both those are on purpose? I don't know anymore, dude. I didn't think when he mm. threw I think we're butchering Adelise's name because everyone keeps telling us that. I'm sorry. Adolis, I think it is. I don't think he hit him on purpose. Yeah, Adolis. I don't think... Because he's got a light bulb head. <laughs> oh, <There> go. <laughs> He's got the real thick neck. Oof. Oh, yeah. Jesus. But I don't think that was on purpose, James. I didn't. And maybe and maybe looking back now, I could see like maybe, but I still like don't think it was on purpose. But bitch Garver today sure did seem like it was on purpose, man. Well, yeah. Garcia got him suspended. Just there's gotta be a better way. These guys don't have to get in the box. It's it's I said on my, my Twitter, my ex, it's coward, it's cowardice. Is what it is, dude. We are some tough Chapman guy. One, I don't think the Chapman one was on purpose.
0: I mean, Chapman, when he throws it, dudes, throws at their fucking head. I've seen it. It's real menacing and real fucked up. Like he's, That one
2: seemed like it was on purpose.
0: Gatman's kind of like a piece of shit when he gets in the hit-by-pitch world. Uh, as a Yankee fan, he didn't- 104 he didn't go... is kind
2: of a piece of shit, bro. As hard as yeah, but bitch. he
0: doesn't go for legs. I mean, I'm so I'm not yeah, really excusing Friar. him. I'm saying he's a headhunter. He's done it before. He's also doesn't throw strikes at all right now. Like, the dude does not throw strikes. He's basically- So he probably tried to hit his head and hit his leg. Maybe. He's like, he's like, uh, Bull Dorm. Like, you couldn't yeah, hit water if you
2: fell on the boat. Meat. These poor
1: hitters. That seems That's what so- I'm saying, dude. It's, uh, just after the Garver hit by pitch <gasps> in the ribs, uh, three straight strikes, uh, from a the following batter. Um, yeah, no, it seemed like there was a little piss and vinegar from a guy that just had his suspension upheld. Um, I think that. that. Um, oh. Never defend I'm, the
2: pitchers, Trev. What are you
1: doing? We're hitters. I don't I'm, know.
2: I'm trying to give my honest opinion. And like, you know what? I've been burned so many times defending people. I gotta stop defending people.
0: Gosh. Jonahheim's face very much made me think it was on purpose. But then I was like, Chapman's like bad guy. He was throwing at the Rays' heads when we were playing Beanball with the Rays at like 105.
2: Like fuck. I, I want to see what Chaz McCormick's leg looks like in like two days. Oh, so, I, uh, I almost so said, I'm like, tweets are so bruise. bad.
0: Like, let's have a GoFundMe. It's going to tweet be the bad. Oh. Remember when Gibby sent us a picture of his bruise and we weren't allowed to share it? And it was like, it looked like a
2: galaxy. I what? It his body. Yeah, it did. Snaps uh, of the that Rangers. Was cool <laughs> <bruise>. <laughs> they kicked ass, man. They did it. They freaking did it. They won two in Houston, man. They went back, it wasn't four in Houston.
1: But dang. Corey Seager had 3 hits today. I know we've been giving the lineup compliments, but uh Seager and Garcia are from another planet. Um God. Yeah, they're rolling hot. <laughs> World Series. Bruce Bochy 3 and 0 in Game 7s. Dusty's 0 4 uh, or do I have Undefeated
0: when he wins Game 1? Hmm. Stats. Mm-hmm. Info and the Astros runs over. Damn, <laughs> I don't know. Is it over? Dusty's gone, you- Altuve's retiring, <laughs> right? right.
1: Um, <laughs> uh, bet on um, that. that. Hey, as a yes, i well, um, I'm gonna get this out of the way before the read, and people just forget it. Kyle Tucker, yo, tough series, my guy. Love you, Abe Lincoln. But maybe you could go to the DraftKings Sportsbook and place a $5 baseball bet, and you'll get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Hello. So what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook we now and use code TALK, and new customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on baseball only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code TALK, and the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call eight seven seven eight 8 hope ny text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. I'm at Boo Hill Casino and Resort Line. See Parker, Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, 21-plus, age of by jurisdiction, Void in Ontario. See dkng.co slash baseball. For eligibility, terms, and responsible gaming resources, bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and positive restrictions apply.
0: All right. Derek Jeter's on the screen. Hot. Only five men have more hits than him in the whole world. not hot though. It's just uh, not, anymore. Player, not anymore. Not anymore. I saw
1: I did But he was hot. I did bring up a young picture of when he was hot today and I was like, "Okay, Jeets was hot." He was hot. Oh, yeah. yeah, he was hot. He, he was, was
2: very good looking.
1: I mean him and A Rod are doing like a
0: clinic on Aging Weird. <laughs> it,
2: your ears get bigger when you get older, that's what they say. Arods are getting huge.
0: I mean Arod Who- just he's got that like uh um Ariana Grande. What Hot, color
1: are you? Hotness. <laughs> He's, uh, seasoned, he like he's, he he's, tanning he's tanning a lot. He's tanning a lot. A lot. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. When when those three played,
2: I don't know how many people would have bet Poppy would age the least weird.
1: Yeah, Poppy looks incredible <laughs> next to them. He does. Yeah, yeah. Jeter doesn't care. A-Rod cares too much, and Poppy's kind of riding the wave in between them.
2: Yeah. I'm shocked Jeets didn't do some sort of hair plug or something like that. Back in the day, like you just got to get started early. He had, the, he had the monies in New York come on well dude when he
0: initially in, went like like skin like you know buzz or th- like his head wasn't as odd looking like he could still pull it off a little bit uh, and he wore a hat a lot of hats whole life and now he's sitting there in a suit can't wear a hat That's
2: tough. Well, you can you can you have to wear like a silly hat though. You have to wear like uh you oh, know yeah. Dallas Braden wears the paperboy hat and Curtis Grant. You can't wear a That's we'll signature hat. That's for hat. So what sad. if he just had a top
1: hat? Yeah. <laughs> top hat Jeets. <laughs> can't do top hat. All right. Jeets. Love you, Jeets.
0: Love.
2: love Only Jeets. five
0: guys alive have more bait hits in, in MLB than him. I like Jeets. He's really good. So that's how I'll end this show.
1: Okay. Game seven. Yeah. Game seven prediction. I'm going. 8.07 p.m. Nah, I think
0: 8 09, festivities.
2: Philly's went big. Oh! <laughs> sucks. Corey's gonna kill you! He showed me the knife. He doesn't. No, he <laughs> likes me. We go back. Oh, go yeah. Away. Oh, he and loves Long, you. Longo's right. got my back. He That's loves right. Who oh, yeah,
1: do you Longo. think he's
0: gonna manage the Yankees next year? Boone, Lodelo, or Dusty?
2: Next step. Aid Kapler. I'm going to Dubai.
0: You wish.